I'll be a gracious host. How you doing? Little Mermaid is the scariest Disney movie by far, though. Why the hell is Ace Blade in your Kickstarter? <laughs> Some comics. We're gonna, I'm getting controversial today. We're going to get controversial today with... with... My, my proudest moment is this interview. Being able to talk to you two. Kyron, we can't hear you. I know. I know. <laughs> I just realized that too. I got into it. I was I was going good too. <laughs> now you gotta start it back over. Now you gotta do it again. And I won't mess up now because I, I all right. Let's get into this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, towards comics in collaboration with Fourth Wall Productions proudly brings to you. The Four Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Silva of Taurus Comics. Across the way is a Mulberry writer of Ace Blade, Danny J. Quick. And together we are your two award-winning Blurred Comic Creators here to help you find your next favorite comic. We are live on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and a host of other programs. So if you're listening or watching us live, thank you for your support. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review this podcast because all your positive reviews and interactions help us reach a bigger audience. I didn't screw that up as much as I thought I was going to. You did great, man. You always yeah. do good, man. Except for when I forget to turn off, unmute my <laughs> mic, but you know, whatever. Exactly. exactly. It's always right, a That's okay. <laughs> All right. So what's going on, man? How you been? Man, I've been busy, 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 but you know, I'm I'm glad it's Saturday and I'm glad it's a three-day weekend. And uh, you know, I don't have to go back to work till Tuesday. How you been, man? It's a three-day weekend. Three day weekend, yeah. Memorial Day is, is Monday, sir. I, I don't know what the holidays are anymore. That's what they right. <laughs> you artists, bro. Y'all y'all get on my day. Y'all get on my nerves, bro. Okay, <laughs> wait. This is not more this is not just ridiculous. Go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all don't Go need ahead. to know what when the holidays are. Y'all set your own schedules. You get to mm-hmm. do what you want to do when you want to do it, set your own prices. Set your own deadlines. Y'all just, just freedom. Okay. This is more of my kids are out of school, so I don't pay attention to the calendar than me being an artist. When my kids are in school, I pay attention to the calendar. They uh-huh. send me notifications when there's holidays and days off. That's the only thing I care about. Now that they're out of school since Thursday, I don't look not, at the calendar until it's first day of school. Not, you know, assemblies, not you know graduation none of that just days off okay Okay, graduations graduations i I look forward to but all i care about is what holidays you guys (laughs) that's all what days are you going to be home from school so i need to know i have extra food in house and have extra chores for you to do that's all i care about right washing dishes yep now they wash them dishes every day i don't know what you're talking about yeah i got my boys trained hey (laughs) I'm still working. I'm still working on my four. <laughs> I I see that all the time. See, actually, here in the studio while I'm trying to work. All he wanted was a pencil. No. He want, he asked you for a pencil, and you were like, "Be gone, peasants." Kyra, I got a whole a art studio. There's a whole art studio here. 
He did not need a pencil. He came in here to manipulate me for something. He was trying to get something from me. And he was using the pencil to get to what he really wanted. I know what my he kids. Really, what he really wanted was to be on the show so he could become famous. You know kids <laughs> attract audiences? That's <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Anyways, enough about our family because anybody that's listening to our podcast is not here to listen to us talk about our kids. I mean, that's a different podcast all in itself that we probably could do. For sure. Black fathers talking about their kids podcast. I don't know. What you are here for is an amazing writer and illustrator, a a fantastic person to talk to, and someone who, from we were listening to, beat death twice already. She said F you to death. So let's bring on the one, the only, Christy Shin. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> As you heard, we don't really have anything and any agendas. We just want to know what's up with you. How you been? What are you doing? What's going I'm on? I'm fucking tired after this month, to be honest. Like, I finished up. My, you probably saw my Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Finish mm-hmm. that. Um, then I'm dealing with aspects of fulfilling it. Now, fulfilling it itself is not bad. But when you have to deal with the printer, even though your book's 100% ready to go, they're going to come back and be like, oh, fucking, you need to change this. And you need to change that. And nothing pisses me off more is that they don't give me a whole list of stuff that I can just take care of right away. It's like, yeah, here's a list. Okay, I took care of it. Oh, here's more. Here's more. Here's more. And I'm like, nothing makes me that piss. Oh, hey, what's up, guys? But that part of the thing, like, you know, looking at the proofs for the merchandise and all that, that's the part that's kind of, it's not hard. It's just you have to wait on other people. And that's a pain. And I've been elected president of CAPS, coming Art Professional Society, in this February. So I'm also talking with some people, connecting some stuff with the organization to help our members. So essentially, it's about sequential and non-sequential art. And in the day and age, we're also modernizing it because in the day and age, we do help indies. But the thing is, is that before, you know, in the old days, you had to be published. You had to have something syndicated or something. Now it's different. Like, if you have up to three to four Kickstarters, I mean, you're pretty legit by... The big companies. So, I mean, they watch you. So, like, right now I completed my, like, I've this is my fourth successful Kickstarter, and I finished at 7,720. Congrats. That ended up, thank you, that ended up earlier this this month. Sorry, my black cat. You know, you guys were talking about having kids. She gets into freaking everything. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, she always wants to be. It's like, oh, she's crawling all over me like a two-year-old. And, so and I told you beforehand we would see her butthole, and we did a couple times just now. So, hey, there you go. Oh, look, she looks offended now. Like... <laughs> but anyway, but, yeah, so the thing is, is that so I've been busy doing that. So fulfilling stuff and all that, getting stuff together, poured it into caps for our members so that when they – Marvin's going to buttholes, yeah. Like Marvin's going to be part of that conversation too. So – it's just like we're porting everything together because what I found is, is that two things that creators run into is distribution and legal. You know, you can hear a lot of sources and everything. So I'm talking about some legal stuff that they, we can port into the organization, some distribution stuff. So it makes it easier for people to do that. So I'm in process of doing that on the other side. And on top of that, I'm doing my other work and I'm working on another project with another writer. So I'm a busy lady. And then I'm doing Asian Invasion today. I sent you the Facebook link if you guys want to check it out. If you're in the Manhattan Beach, Los Angeles area, and you're not too busy with Star Wars Celebration, come on by. It's a free event. You just stop by, get some comics, meet us creators, and all that. And the Asian Invasion, that starts today? That is today from 11 to 4. It's just today. You know, it's 
I'm, I don't have, I'm, I'm feeling pretty wrecked today. So, I, you know. So what inspired you to actually start Asian Invasion? Well, what it was is that, you know, COVID, um, the West Coast, I don't know where you guys are from, but the West Coast, like, we shut down a lot of cons. We shut down lockdown hard. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that not as hard as Michigan, but I, it was pretty severe for a while. And then we started opening back up. But a few conventions canceled on the West Coast due to the Omicron variant. And people like some of my friends, I mean, I didn't try to limit to just Asian people. That's not what it was. It just came out from this idea. And, but a lot of, some of my friends were just fucking disappointed. They wanted to go, but you know, it cuts into your money because a lot of conventions, as you know, as a comic creator and everything, you know, you don't get the online sales. Oh, this is not yet yeah. <laughs> with online sales. Um, you know, it's fine and it's great if you're big enough. But it sucks because it's like you get most of your money through conventions and that's where you get a lot of your fans. You can do the mailing list, but you have to get out there. Yeah. And um, I felt really sad because they looked dispirited, like they were upset. I'm like, man, this canceled, this canceled last minute. So I said, okay, fuck it. Why don't I make something? So I kind of got inspired. This is how my inspirations are. So this is the mind of me. I was watching Nobody and it has uh, Steve Odenkirk. I think that's his name mm-hmm. better call Saul. i'm shitty with names lately uh and he had the scene in nobody where he gets into a shootout with a russian mafia and they're playing pat benatar's heartbreaker so i was thinking of that 80s shit you know with the uzis and the explosions and then i did Asian invasion with a skull thing right here and i thought it was just kind of funny because that was supposed to be me then i said well why don't i go and don't go a step further and just fuck with people and then i'll just do asian invasion yellow peril and put it up there that got, one of the posts got taken down by Instagram because they thought I was being racist, which was hilarious. I was like, you know, I did. But anyway, um, so I put that up there and I had like about 10 creators and I talked to June Goku of the comic bug. Like, how are they going to give him shit? He's Japanese. So <laughs> I thought it would be a good way to troll, but to put up an interesting event and I just did it. And my friends were really happy. I mean, maybe it, they didn't make as much as they did at like the big conventions, but um you know, it was just something. I think Portland checked. I'm trying to remember which ones canceled last minute at the beginning of the year, but they were really like they. It, it brought up their spirits, so it was good. And so June asked me, "Hey, this was great. Can we do this again?" And so we did it today. I love it. I love it. I and I, me and me and Kyron always have this. Well, me and Kyron in the community, we always have this conversation about you know, big cons versus um, smaller, more intimate cons and, and which one is more six or which one can be, you know, more helpful for, for smaller creators and, you know, and things like that. And I, and I love, you know, more um, kind of specialized um, events like that, where you, you, you know, that the people who are coming are looking for exactly what you have. And, um, you know, you don't have to, you know, compete with, uh, you know, Stanley being there or something like that. And, um, you know, those those events are good, too. But for people at my level, I know Kyron doesn't have to worry about that because he's an international, you know, uh, bestseller. So I am. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but for people at my level, you know, those things like that are are, are a little, you know, are, are a little better for me. Yeah. Um, so um, I love having, you know, the wide range of, you know, small shows and then, you know, medium level shows that you can go to and meet fans who come from other states and then the then the huge shows for people who want to come meet their favorite voice actor or or you know or whatever and then they just happen to run into you also so 
that's uh that's great yeah thank you thank you i think they just never met anybody that swore as much as me either <laughs> well that's good because that that's a relatable that's a relatable thing you know you meet somebody who really speaks your same you know dialogue and that and that's 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 great i think russell notley said that he swears a lot just because it, it grabs somebody's attention just the idea especially at an event like a con where you just randomly see this guy just curse it makes you focus on them. Is that probably one of the reasons why you do it too, or is it just natural? Well, well I just naturally have a foul mouth, but um, it's funny. I've been told that I do this thing called like, I swear without sounding vulgar. So like, if I'm swearing, I'm not saying the word fuck just to say fuck, just to get anybody's attention. Um, so, you know, it's like, it's just sort of like when I say fucking this and fucking that, you know, I'm emphasizing certain things. I never really mm -hmm. analyzed it, but sometimes like, when especially I get annoyed about something, you know, it's not like I'm saying a bunch of shit just to say it, you know, it, I, the, I think it's like, even when I pick swear words, it, it's sort of like, it drives it home specifically what I want. Like, I don't like people babbling for the sake of babbling. It annoys the shit out of me. And to be honest, like with some of the life things that I've dealt with, you know, some people just say shit just to mm -hmm. say, it's like one of my friends once said, people listen to talk. They don't really listen to listen. So that's why people give such shitty advice. Like sometimes people say, oh, you should just get over this and everything like I did. And it's like, you're not fucking over it. Why are you giving me fucking advice that you're miserable falling and doesn't do shit for you? Like, as I get older, I get more fucking annoyed with that shit. It's like, all right, whatever. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm not talking about like doing something stupid, like harassing somebody. I'm just saying like, no, I'm mad about this. And I want to do something constructive with this. And it's not just drawing. It's just like, there's ways to resolve things. And sometimes I wonder, like, if the bigger problems of today is, like, we minimize shit like that. Like, okay, mm. well, we're going to jump on somebody that says something different. Oh, you're a terrible person or whatever. But if somebody's, like, on there, like, deliberately doing fucked up shit to people, it's like, oh, yeah, well, they're just being stupid. They're just being assholes. It's like, I can understand that to a point. But if they're actually causing actual injury and it doesn't necessarily always have to be physical, yep. mm -hmm. you know, yeah. no, it's not okay. Like, not. I've had to deal with people like that. And you know, I don't really like talking to people about it because it's like they knew that's really what a lot of people do is like, oh, well, they're just being stupid. I'm like, no, it's not just about being stupid. And especially if they've had a repeated history of doing things like that. It's like, oh, fuck, no, I'm not dealing with that anymore. I'm going to deal with it where they don't bother me ever again. And right. it sucks because it's like I kind of see how some things escalate in our society Yeah, because people really minimize that shit. It sucks. Yeah, I do. I saw. um I saw I don't and I I I don't know if you know who Gary V is, but uh, he you know he he curses a lot in his content. He's a big he's one of those motivational influencer type guys on the internet. And he you know one thing that he said that made a lot of sense to me is just like you just said, if this is how I feel, I'm I'm saying the thing I'm saying the things that I feel, so mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to sugarcoat the way that I talk to people because you know especially if i'm not if my intent is not to hurt anybody i'm just saying saying what i you know these are the words that are coming with the the what i'm trying to say so mm -hmm. so um you know i don't think you know i don't i don't curse a lot and i know you know kyron doesn't curse a lot on air you know on air i do not curse a lot at yeah. home without my kids <laughs> yeah catch him, it's on. catch him at home you know when the cameras <laughs> when the cameras off that's different but uh you know um it's it's not something that's that's ever really bothered me and um unless like you said there there are people who are saying things that are intentionally harmful you know to people and um you know you can you can always tell the difference yeah so, 
Yeah. I mean, it's like sometimes, yeah, people talk shit, but sometimes like, you know, if you've been through enough or been through a certain situation, like you can tell if it's escalating, like when you're past all the trauma responses, but you're like, I know this, this is going to escalate. I need to nip this in the bud now. But I mean, I've always advocated do it legally, do it professionally. Don't, don't be stupid and egg their house. Okay. Like don't do stupid shit like that. Like you, you just, there's ways to effectively deal it. But then also like another thing too is, is that, Hey, what's up, Maley? Or Molly, sorry. My eyeballs are like going out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, you just have to handle it that way. And it says, Kenji, the Kenji, your book, who is he talking to? Is it me or your It's guy? your book, definitely. He, um, okay. Your book is a very distinct style. If you could have another artist do it in another style, who would you pick? Or do you think it could be done in any other style? So, You know, I'll answer that question in a two-part. Um, if I were to get another artist to do it, I'd probably ask Johnny Ryan to do it. But he probably, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Johnny Ryan. I he am not, actually. Pit. He did a goat, duck, banana, pig, cricket. He did the character mm -hmm. designs for those. He's really fucked up and gross. Just if you have kids, do not have him look at it. But I say he could do Demon Bitch. Um, my friend Lawrence Raw Dog Hubbard has actually done fan art of Demon Bitch. Mm. And it's actually funny because when I put her out there, you know, she's a sausagey body. She looks like shit. You know, it's a very pretty simple character design, mm. you know. And it's funny, website to get her stuff. Oh, I probably should give you my link tree here. We have it. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I, I just didn't know. Saying. Sometimes I didn't. If I. I, I go in this pattern. I've done so many shows. Like, it's like, oh, shit, you need all the stuff. And I forgot to do that. Uh, but, yeah, so my main link tree, yeah, you get signed books from me. Um, the, the books are kind of a little bit wonky because I get them printed through Amazon. So Amazon's largely okay, but sometimes they get off by a day or two. So I apologize about that. But uh, going back, as for other fan art, it's funny. It's like she's got a simple body design and everything, but it's funny how people come at me with like different things i'll make her have boobs though they once like one guy drew her and they made her all sexy i've had more than one i'm like wow you know it's like, that's better than how i could draw i mean i'm not saying i can't draw it's just i mean if anybody looks at my instagram i can draw but it's like i don't draw her like that but it's so funny to watch that it, it's mm -hmm. really funny I, I love having I love having people draw, you know, my characters and stuff like that. Just I'm not an artist myself. You know, I'm a, I'm a writer and graphic designer and, you know, I, I do some coloring and some art, but, you know, it's not my it's not my daily thing. So I love seeing, you know, other people's interpretations. But, you know, they never make Ace Blade sexy at all. That that never happens. <laughs> Ace Blade's already sexy. We don't have to do that. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he's got, you know, Ace, Ace Blade's got a little swagger to him. So, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I mean, I just looked at that. I was like going... You know, like when I see that, it's like, you know, sometimes I'll draw her different. Like, I, it's just a, kind of amazing how people come at me with like with different designs. And, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, of course you make, that's why it's like, sometimes some people like they'll come up to me or have heard them like, well, I don't know if I'm an artist because I have a day job. I'm like, and an artist. You're just not full -time sometimes artist. you have a day job. Sometimes you have a great day job. Sometimes you have a shitty day job. Like you do what you need to do to get it done. Yeah. They said, well, how'd you work up to it? I said, well, that just ended up happening. But it's like, if you have a day job, it's fucking okay. Like, does it make you any less anything of an artist or a writer? You got to live and you got to do what it is to make it work. Screw Very it. True. You know? Very true. So you've been I, doing this for a few years now. Is there something that as you were younger, 
with starting off with this you would have wished you have known as being a creator? Um, I think essentially really follow what you want to do. Um, I know people kind of drill it into artists, and I'm pretty sure writers, but I'm going to speak from an artist that's what the I'm the most familiar with, is, is that people will continuously tell you to be somebody else. Yes. They will as you're growing up and doing your niche. And I did admit I fell into that. And a couple of times, and if I were to look at my younger self, it would be like, don't devalue yourself. Number two, stick to your guns because that's what I've noticed lately. It's like, if even if an overwhelming number of people tell me, yeah, this isn't going to work, this isn't going to be anything, or you should just leave it be. No, no. If I really feel that I need to do it, no. And guess what? They end up like saying, oh, you're great anyway. I mean, I'm not trying to say this just because, you know, it's me, but that's just what I've learned. Sometimes people just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And you develop that sense. I mean, obviously, if a lot of people are telling you don't jump off a bridge, you might want to listen to them. Sure. But if you really feel that this is something you should do, then do it. Like, just go and focus on doing that. And there's going to be a way to find it. And even if you don't know all of it, it'll reveal itself. That's what I've learned. It's like, sometimes it's not you constantly doing something. It's just you going in that direction of. And, you know, things end up better. You just, just basically assume to yourself that it's going to come and work out somehow. That way, A, you don't get in the micromanaging it. And B, if it seems to go south, at least you can tell yourself like, you know what, this all works out for me somehow. So we're going to figure, I'm going to figure this out. And you just keep doing the right thing. Mally um, said, I have a similar character like yours, Christy, but the only difference is that he's a little funny man in a Rocco's modern lifestyle. Yeah, I'll take a look at it. You know, I haven't, I haven't seen that before, but yeah, I'll take a look at it. I remember Rocco's Modern Life, but I don't remember it. Like, I know he I've heard said, of it, but I don't think I remember even watching it. He was just some fuck. It was, like, kind of an Australian thing. Like, he was based in Australia. I don't know if the guy was. It's himself. But the character was in Australia, so it was all fucking weird. Yeah. And um, he was just this kangaroo that worked in a comic shop. And I remember one of my friends telling me about one episode. I didn't watch this one. But when they were like, you know, the elf woman is the most beautiful woman ever. And there's nothing and no woman ever compares to the elf woman. And the other guy's looking at him like, gee, you're an idiot. <laughs> I mean, it's just funny. I was just like, going, like just weird fucking dialogue like that. I think I like shit like that just because it just, I, I as I said, I'm not trying to say that people have to kind of make their dialogue intentionally weird to fascinate me. It's just mm -hmm. that kind of people go into like the mumbler mode, you know, like they just say stuff and they don't really think it through. Like, Maybe this isn't something that really is smart to say. <laughs> or like, maybe this really hasn't been working for me. What? You know? So, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things, I guess. Well, I think this might be a good time for us to actually go into the second half of our show, which is Danny's Quick Takes. Now, if you've never seen, like, Danny's internet's messed up again. I don't know if we could do this. Are you all right over there? I'm good. I'm, I'm in here. Okay. You were frozen, so I just wanted to make sure. Um, I'm sorry. It happens. All right. Uh, but at this point, we're going to do Danny's Quick Takes. If you've never seen Danny, our show before, Danny does a sort of rapid-fire sequence where he has stalked your social media, and he's going to ask you a few questions, and you'll get right. about 45 seconds to answer those questions. Uh, so but let's go ahead and get into it. All right. 
And now a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. I love it. I love the little animations every time, Kyron. Thank you're you. getting better and better with that. It's right. This, at this point, I just drag and drop different pictures in, dude. I don't have to do that much. <laughs> no, but at the beginning, you were missing it. Like you would, you would forget to do an animation, and then the timer would be wrong. But now you got it down, man. You're a true professional. Okay, thank you, <laughs> Miss Christy Shin. Yes. Like uh, Kyron said, uh, I've been stalking your social media, um, not in a bad way. But I'm no, it's in a bad way. It's a bad way. <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if it can. I don't know if it cannot be in a bad way. But I've been trying to find out more about you, and I just had some questions that uh that I thought you know our our fans would like to hear from you. Um, <clears throat> so I see when you uh, when you make comics, you make stuff that is angry, mean, and that makes people laugh. Yes. What do you think um, people come for the most? Do they come for the anger? Do they come for the meanness, or do they come for the laughs? All three, because we're taught that being angry makes you a psycho, and then mean it's like you know sometimes you just want to be mean to people and i'm not saying go out and bully people but sometimes people really piss you off that much and you're like no fuck this bitch so it's like and then people laugh at it because they kind of feel that it's sort of forbidden but how i put it down they're like fuck i thought the exact same thing yeah absolutely absolutely okay um question number two so looking at your looking at some of your work um, I see that you you like to put your real feelings into into your work. I've I've even heard you say that you you know put people that you hate into your comics, mm-hmm. and uh and uh and put them in certain situations. So to me, um, it's kind of like talking to a therapist. It's kind of working your feelings out and your emotions through your art. So uh, what would you say is more is the better way to do it? Do you think art? Is a way to uh, is a way to go through your emotions or traditional therapy. You know, I mean, honestly, people can do one or the other or both. For me, I've done therapy; it's all right. I mean, I I don't think I it's really for me. But again, you know, to each their own. And art, I think people like they say, "Oh, well, you need to express yourself in art." No, I pour everything into my artwork in terms of rage and anger and pain and all that stuff. And if it, it's sometimes I just laugh like a little asshole doing it. So, you know, either one or the other works for you. I mean, I can't give an umbrella answer. For me, it's art. But some people do need to have therapy to work out some dysfunctional shit in their head of how they think, thought patterns. I don't need to do that. For sure. I feel the same way. I think um, art is a is a very powerful thing. It um, As we see, you know, throughout the history of mankind, art has always been here. It's always been a way to to communicate and to to kind of work through thoughts that are in our brains that we can't properly communicate sometimes. So, um, you know, but traditional therapy absolutely works for, for some people. Okay. Um, but it didn't work for Kyron though. Number three, uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what do you, we can't hear you, Kyron. You put yourself on mute again. How uh, did I get thrown into this? Because this is, this is what I do. You've been on the show long enough. I'm just going to throw throw you into random stuff. Man, I'm just going to kick you off my show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I heard you talking about fan art a little bit earlier, so that kind of leads into my next question. Which of these two things is more important for 
um, which is the more important way to support an artist or a uh, or an intellectual property, cosplay or fan art? I think both are important. Um, depends on the character. Sometimes cosplay can be really hard, and sometimes fan like fan art is easy to draw for people. To be honest, I, I haven't seen cosplay yet, but I've seen of my character, but I've seen fan art, and I'm really pretty happy with the fan art. So. I think either one or the other is great. I mean, I think fan art might be easier for people to do because it's a piece of paper, whereas cosplay, it may take them, according to the character, how much X amount of time to do it. Like with Demon Bitch, you'd have to paint your whole body bone fucking white and put in these two pasties. And, you know, how confident or not confident you are, that could determine it too. But the fan art, you know, people can bust that out mm -hmm. and put it up online and tell you, hey, I, I like your stuff. Yeah. Um, now I know what I'm going to wear for Halloween. Hey. Paint myself white and get some pasties, and I'm good to go. I would love to see it. I would, I would love to see it. You need to probably oh. freaking white out. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, so the last question, last but not least, um, I've seen a couple of your uh, lunch hours. That's my question four. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is three. this is the fourth one. This is the fourth question. Um, I've seen a couple of your your lunch hours that you do. I think that's a great idea. Um, but why is lunch hour not actually for lunch? Do you ever actually eat on lunch hour? Uh, no. My I, my stomach just hates me sometimes. It goes like, no, bitch, I'm not eating right now. And uh, the reason why I timed it is that people I knew when I worked a regular job, they would need like 15, 30 minutes to kind of settle in. And that's when they would open their phones and watch it. Mm -hmm. So it's yes. just related. That's absolutely true. Um, it uh, that's a, a great time to you know break free and get on your phone for a little while, and uh, I love it. Um, so, last but not least, uh, do you think art can go too far? Can art go too far? Oh, that's a big debate. I mean, honestly. Sometimes when it goes too far, like you had Serrano's piss Christ, you know, everybody got fucking pissed about that, literally. Um, I think it's the intent of the artwork. And I don't want to go and put that into, I think if you are, I mean, if you look at Whistler, he really got fucking based with his artwork. Like he drew people he hated and named them. So, I mean, with me, I make it a policy not to name people or put identifying marks. I just make it into the characters of how I feel. Because then, you know, I feel that, you know, give them an opportunity to change. But again, it, it think it's a, it's kind of like obscenity where a judge said, I'll know it when I see it. All right. I think that's, that's, that's a fair, that's a fair observation. Like you were saying earlier, I think you, you can kind of see somebody's intent, especially if they have a history of it, especially, you know, if you see something over and over again, you know that they're intending to be mean and, and, and harmful. And, um, Absolutely. Um, so that was my quick takes. Uh, thanks for, for uh, answering those questions quickly. And uh, I'll kick it back to Kyron. All right. All right. Well, that was Danny's quick takes. Uh, this week, we're going to say Danny's quick takes were brought to us by Mally Simpsons. They call him Marvelous. Check out a couple pieces of They Call Him Marvelous in Antarctic Press exciting comics coming out soon. And, you know, if you want to check out exciting comics issues 25, 26, 27, 28, you can see Saw the Lightning Wielder in there, too. Not to self-promote anywhere. <laughs> Dude, this guy. 
I, I got to self-promote somehow. I don't do it often, but I got to self-promote. All right. We do have a couple minutes, because I know you're busy with uh, getting ready for your, your event here, but was there anything else maybe that we didn't get to touch upon or that you want to bring up or talk about? Well, I mean, I have the book triggered. Um, that's coming up. You're welcome to ask questions of any, of any of the books that you've read or just any of the pieces you happen to see that intrigue you. Um, for me right now, it's just for me, quiet fulfillment and just getting crap done and together. And, you know, just in general, like that's just what I've been doing for the past <laughs> month and then going to an event every week and then I'm like, fuck, you know. Well, you did bring up Triggered. When do you anticipate that coming out? Or, Well, right now, um, I finish with print files, but I have to kind of figure some things out with Amazon. But hopefully that'll take the next few days. But I think it'll, it should be okay. Like, I mean, it should be on schedule. Um, generally in books, it takes about two weeks to print. But you know how they were talking about shipping issues and it's all wonky and all over the place. Hopefully it won't take that long. But it does take some time for the books to print. So... Hopefully in the next month, I should be able to send that out just as a generous thing. So, um, I mean, I don't, I haven't been in or screwed with as much of the paper shortages as some people may have. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's I'm working with the evil company, Amazon. I don't know, but you know, it, it just seems to be done quicker than a lot of other people. Cause I've heard horror stories and I refuse to print overseas because now, I mean, it hasn't been solved yet, but the shipping issues have been bad. Like yeah. some people have had their stuff held up for almost five to six months to almost a year. So I'm glad that I just print on demand and print domestically. That way it's just less of a problem. So if they do ground transport, I mean, it's not the perfect thing, but it'll be infinitely quicker than I never was of this personal school. And again, I'm not dogging people, but I just kind of, it, I didn't think it would work for me if I printed a whole pallet of books from China had them shipped in. They say, yeah, well, the cost is less. I said, but I'm going to have to put this shit in my house or in a storage facility, which I don't know what's going on. At least like people like, yeah, print on demand, like it's technically a bit higher per unit, but people tend to get a fresher book. Mm -hmm. and Amazon's quality is really, actually really good. I'm testing out and triggered for this Kickstarter, the hardcover version as well, which you can pick up for 10 more dollars. So right now I'm taking pre-orders on my website uh, through the square up link that's where you get my signed artwork and books and things because if you order directly through amazon i cannot do that you know because i can't sign it and it would cost a lot more shipping to have it shipped to me than shipped to the person if i sign it i have to charge a lot more money but at least if i have the books on hand like if i print up a bunch like for to take to cons and stuff that's a little different right. and that, you can just get it from me at a con or i'll just sign it and send it to you all right well i think then that's everything for today's show was danny do you have any other question oh, all right. i appreciate right, well, it chrissy we do appreciate you being on this has been a fun day um i knew we threw in your link tree but was there any other website that you wanted us to maybe talk about that people can go and look at your work your instagram your social media or anything like that that's not on linktree um, I mean, I have Horror Tour Studios and also I've linked to Demon Bitch and Demon Bitch Official on my Instagram. And let's see, I am Demon Bitch and then Demon Bitch Official on my Twitter and Instagram. They should be interlinked with those. Um, but, you know, it's actually been pretty good uh, overall. So that's just where to get me. And on my website, that's also in my link tree. On the top, it's all my social media. So you can follow me through all those. Like there's my Patreon and everything. 
So essentially everything should be in that link tree. If you want to order apparel that I've designed, you can go on Teespring and get, or Spring now they call it, and get those done and get that shipped to you. That's also print on demand as well. I think I did one for Pride where it was like the ocean is gay because it's full of rainbows. I mean, the thing is what I've always hated is like sometimes with months that commemorate someone or a group or something, they kind of go at it a standard way. And I said, no, fuck this. Let's just make this interesting. Like mm -hmm. for Pride, I myself am not gay, but for Pride, it's like they had all the love is love shit. I'm like, oh, this is stupid. So I went and actually found like a t-shirt that said be gay and do crimes with a dagger through the skull. I said, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, but I worked one time and people thought it was great. So, you know, and, but it's just like, as I said, it's just like, if it's anything interesting, I do it, you know? So for me, I mean, as I said, just basically buy my shit. There's the pre-order. Cause I actually have a category called pre-order on my square up site. So you can mm -hmm. actually pre-order it. Um, I do have to fulfill the Kickstarter guys first. So I'm waiting, I'm going back and forth with like the merchandising proofs on that. Um, so it's taking its process right now because it's a little slow and I think they're really slammed because they do work with internationally to China, but at least the airmail will not be that bad because it's airmail and that's not the sh stuff being held up. It's stuff actually being physically shipped. So these would be enamel pins, charms and things like that. And some of it, they make it an in-house too. So you're welcome to pre-order those. Um, and I'll basically put you on the waiting list and I'll, personally deface the books for you guys and nice. yeah <laughs> all right well everybody definitely go check her out uh, she has an amazing array of things uh books like she said enamel pens things like that so please go check out her work uh danny where can we find you and all your social media stuff if you're looking for me um just search for the ace blade on social media and our website fourthwallpros.com what about you Karen? where can people find you uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Taurus Comics. Uh, my website is TaurusComics.com. So please check out my books there. Uh, if this is your first time checking out our podcast, the Four Tales Podcast, please go back to our website, FourTalesPodcast.com, and check out all our previous episodes. That is the number four, T-A-L-E-S dot podcast.com. Uh, but again, thank you, Christy, for being on. Um, I don't know who our next guest is at this moment, but I will update that in our show notes. But until then, sayonara, goodbye, and everybody, please take care of yourselves. Check out Asian Invasion today if you're in L.A. There you go. Music provided by my brother, Quicks Made It. Find him online in YouTube, Instagram, and SoundCloud.